Hello, I'm Dr. Rongan Chatterjee. Welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. And all this week, we're going to be looking at the power of connection to rekindle and nurture important relationships in our lives and to make new ones as well. I'd like you to try something with me for a moment, assuming it's safe for you to do so. I'd like you to close your eyes and think back to the last time you were hugged by someone you love. It's such a comforting feeling, isn't it? When we're listened to, emotionally understood and supported by another person, we get a warm glow, a feeling of utter contentment and inner joy. And that deep feeling of love, belonging and human connection is so important in maintaining our overall emotional and physical health. You see, as humans, we are hardwired to connect. It's literally ingrained in who we are. Biologically, cognitively, physically, and spiritually. That's why every day this week, I'm going to be exploring why human connection is so important, why it's in decline, and what we can do to increase it in our own lives and communities. Now, over the past few years on my long-form podcast, Feel Better, Live More, I've spoken to many psychologists and scientists who share with me that people who have satisfying relationships are happier, they have fewer health problems, and they live longer. But disconnection or a lack of social ties is often associated with depression and later life cognitive decline. It's also linked with increased mortality as well. Now, unfortunately, over the past two years, human connection has hugely declined around the world. And this has taken a huge toll on us mentally and emotionally. And as we spoke about on the Built to Thrive podcast last week, all too often, we're just as likely to have our eyes glued to a screen as we are on another human being. Human connection seems to be getting harder and harder. And what I'm seeing more and more of, and I imagine you have experienced more and more of, is sometimes we are physically with other people, but socially and emotionally, we're a million miles away. This often comes down to our screen time. Again, a topic we discussed last week. How many times have you been with someone that you love or someone that you're close to? And instead of it being a time of real connection, one of the parties is kind of a little bit distracted because of what's going on on their screens. I'm not saying that to criticize people. I understand the addictive nature of these screens, but the reality is they're having a huge impact on the quality of many of our relationships. These days, our society seems to be more fragmented and frayed than they've ever been. Loneliness, isolation, polarization, and a loss of connection is a really common story these days. It's been happening for years in our families, our neighborhoods, our big cities, towns, and our villages. But I believe that we can activate change in our lives by pulling back the invisible veil that we've wrapped around ourselves and start nurturing our important relationships again. As the Greek philosopher Aristotle reminds us, man is a social animal, unable to live isolated from others. So how can we start today to create more intimacy and depth in our relationships? Well, throughout the week, I'm going to be sharing with you all kinds of ideas on how you can start to increase that connection with the people in your lives. But for today, what I always think about is not necessarily meeting that person or spending quality time with them. It's about thinking about them and actually writing down all the things that you love about them. So I read about this exercise in my third book, which is called Feel Better in Five. And I call this exercise the love list. 
Basically, you write down all the things that you love about someone close to you. It could be your partner, it could be your child, it could be a parent, a colleague, or a friend. And it really is quite a simple, yet a very powerful exercise. And as I mentioned before on this podcast, writing something down is much more powerful than simply thinking about it. It's therapeutic and it forces you to slow down your mind. Now, what's powerful about this exercise is when we think about people, often people who are close to us, we often get sort of waylaid by what we perceive as their negative qualities. We might be annoyed that our partner always spills tea on the kitchen worktop and doesn't actually clean it up afterwards. But by doing so, we forget about all of their wonderful, positive qualities. So simply by spending just a few minutes focusing on their good qualities, you can start to transform that relationship in your mind for the better. So I challenge you to try and do it for someone different in your life each day this week and pay attention to how it makes you feel. Many of my patients often report back to me that when they do this exercise, they end up feeling less resentful and a lot more grateful. And by being more compassionate towards others, they'll also feel more compassionate as well. Good quality relationships help us with our physical health, our mental health, and our inner joy and happiness. That's it for today. Tomorrow, I'll be exploring how we can build stronger connections with our friends. I'll see you then.